Welcome to ENN Radio, a podcast from Elon News Network bringing you the story behind the headlines. I'm Claire Schoenfeld. This week, we are sitting down with ENN Lifestyle Editor, Betsy Schleuber. Is that correct? Yes. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm so excited to have you on this week. And we're going to be talking a little bit about um, a story you did fairly recently about mm-hmm. a local band called Thistle Ridge. So yeah. first of all, can you kind of tell me a little bit, first of all, about the band and how you discovered them? So they're mainly a cover band. Um, I discovered them because my friend Peter Collins is in it. Um, I'm not like super close with him, but um, I remember when this act was first becoming real around like this time last year where Peter and Lucas McEwen got together and they were like let's do this and I've seen them kind of like on social media and like I've I've seen I've seen them grow with like what members they have and and so they're they were always like changing members for a while but now it seems like they have like a good like set of people they mainly do like covers of like classic rock and like you know maybe a little bit of like old country something like that and so it's really it's music for like basically everybody it's they play a lot of old hits they play they play a lot of elvis they they would always open up their shows with like three elvis covers which i appreciated and they would play other songs too like they play the chain play fluid mac and they play like (laughs) <laughs> they played Freebird at the last show. Oh no! Um, it was I think it was like their last song or like the last song before the encore. They did that, and I was like, "This is amazing." So they basically just do a lot of covers. They have like two original songs, but they haven't like published them anywhere. They just play them live, so it's a little bit exclusive. Sure. And can you kind of tell us like who Peter and Lucas are, and if you can kind of just give a, give us some insight into the members of the band that you got to meet in their kind of story. Yeah, so I basically met all the band members because I went to one of their rehearsals a while ago, and they are all very nice, but the people I ended up talking to the most were Lucas, Peter, and then Julian Brown. So Lucas is the front man. Lucas is, is the singer. He does rhythm guitar, which basically means, like, he has an acoustic guitar, but he doesn't, like, he just kind of plays along with the beat. Like, you don't, like, actually, like, play, like, the song, like, Peter and maybe and Quinn, the other guitarist, does. Um... And Julian is a bass player, but I know he also dabbles in acoustic guitar sometimes during the sets, and then he does, like, background vocals most of the time. And then Peter is just plays electric guitar. He is fantastic. I've known him for a long time, and I've heard him play so many times, and it just, it just blows me away because it's like, how can one person have, like, that much talent? And then when all those people with so much talent come together... It was it's remarkable like seeing their interactions and how well they work together and how they can just like switch the show at like the snap of a finger like like they they'll be like okay next song is blah 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 and then they're like wait I want to do this and they they play the chord it's like they get it they're like oh I know that one even though they play one chord and then they go into it and it's so good and I'm like how they just have great chemistry and it makes it a lot more fun to watch definitely I know for me personally. Um, we have quite a few local bands in the area, um, and they all have so much talent and so many different types of things to bring, but it's cool to see the different styles, and obviously these guys are kind of focused on classic rock, maybe a little bit of classic country. Um, but why do you think it's important that you know our news network you know talks about and covers these uh, student and local bands? 
I think music is something that a lot of people care about more than we like to admit. I know a lot of what we do here, like when we write a story, we're like, what's its purpose? Like, what's it going to do for the greater community? And while music stories, like, don't necessarily, like, change the world or, like, mm-hmm. give you insight or, like, whatever, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just fun for me and other people to read about these bands because, like, I know some people wouldn't have known about them if it wasn't for our coverage. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> you I'm, never know. I'm, I'm sure that's the case for some people. And I think that, and when we also, I guess when news, like, discredits music stories, it kind of, like, jabs at the Rolling Stone magazine because, like, <laughs> they're important like they've been around like forever and they've made such an impact i okay we don't like the word impact but they've made such an impact on on the the world and and the community that that they're like covering and i think with local bands it's also just a sight into the place's culture because music is a big cultural aspect and Writing that off as something that's, like, not important is, like, I don't agree with it. I really, I aim to cover these bands and groups that normally people would be like, well, why would we care? Because it's fun. It's it's fun to write about. And it's fun to learn about a place's scene and culture. For sure. And I think that's something we try to talk about when we're talking about, like, different types of media and different types of news is, you know, how do we bring all different parts of our community together? How do we become a hub of information for not just, you know, day-to-day news and big events, but cultural events? That's why we have a whole, you know, culture and Mm -hmm. lifestyle section of our paper and our website. And I think that's, you know, a really important aspect. Is there any other type of outside of, you know, bands and music things that you really love to cover and talk about and say, hey, there is an opportunity, a story that you're like, oh, I need to jump on. Yeah, so obviously local bands is like the one that I go to the most because they're right there. They're pretty easy to get a hold of and like, you know, step in on a rehearsal or a performance or whatever. And then what they're usually very nice people <laughs> when you talk to them. Um, but I do want to explore like other types of music stories like I know that in some parts of this campus, there has been a resurgence in the love of bluegrass. It's a genre that I think is making a comeback, especially with Molly Tuttle, who is a really popular bluegrass artist right now, winning the Grammy for Best Bluegrass Artist this year. And I, I I hadn't heard anybody talk about bluegrass like that until this year. And the fact... I guess the Grammys have always like had it as like an as a section but i feel like people are talking about it more i would have to see if that's true at elon um but i am friends with a lot of people who are in the bluegrass scene and i've met people recently who have gasped at me mentioning billy strings or molly tuttle they're like oh my god i love them i'm like you do like i didn't know you knew them because we think they're underground because not everybody in our circle knows about them, but, like, they have, like, millions of streams and, and followers and stuff, and I know there's gotta be, like, a group of people on this campus that loves that music because I'm kind of in that group, um, so it would be kind of difficult to, like, have myself step out of that 
and like look at it from like an outside view like why is there a resurgence of bluegrass why do people like country music again because there was the whole debate for years and years that country music was bad and that it was like (laughs) Like, I I understand, like, the 2010s country scene may have tarnished it for some people, but even then, some of those songs were good. And be, and it's because, you know, they all come from the same place. They come from, like, the classic bluegrass slash country music, and I think, I think ENN needs to do something about that, and I will pursue something about that <laughs> at some point. Yeah, finding a story about the resurgence of this style of music. And, I mean, I feel like it could be really interesting even to talk to, um, for our listeners who don't know, Elon has a fairly well-developed music production program, and obviously Limelight Records, which Thistle Ridge recently was signed to, I Mm -hmm. believe, um, covers a variety of bands who play all different types of styles of music. So maybe you can see what, you know, the resurgence of that style is and what people who are studying music think about it. That could be a really fun new story for you. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I remember last year when Elon, the town of Elon had a band come, like a local band, not like a school-based band, but just like local to like town of Elon, Burlington, that area. They had a band come in to perform one night and it was Bluegrass, if I remember correctly. Was it Love and Valor? I have no idea. What so it might have been Love and Valor. Um, Maybe. That was a personal favorite local band of mine. They definitely do some Bluegrass style stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that's what it was. I really could not tell you the name of the band, but it was it was interesting. That was before I got into bluegrass. I was like, huh, I wonder why they're playing it. <laughs> and then when I was at the Winston Salem State Fair last semester, there was a bluegrass band. There was a whole bluegrass section actually of the fair, like oh, wow. separate from the ride, separate from the food. There was just this really chill, like outdoorsy type area with like cabins and stuff. And there was a bluegrass band. There were two bluegrass bands actually. They were like playing on opposite sides. And so I'm really thinking there's a resurgence. I think it's coming back. And I think country music is finally getting the respect that it deserves. I love to hear it. Yeah. And kind of looking more broadly into, we kind of talked, touched a little bit on it earlier, but lifestyle coverage as a whole and where bands kind of fit into that kind of narrative. What other bits of lifestyle do you think that, you know, the organization can cover more in addition to um, our local music scene? good question um i mean we cover theater a lot we do a lot of like pre-coverage of shows um i think maybe i think we've also done a story about like the tech that goes on behind the scenes like like the people and like the uh they do the lights and stuff i think we did a story about that but i think if we did like a full story about how like one theater actor or whatever gets put on like from the very beginning to like when the last show ends and like what happens afterwards like because all we like when we usually cover like theater stuff like we just kind of do like we just like talk to some of the actors before the show and we talk to the director and blah 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 go to the rehearsal take photos and publish like it's fine I, I like that and I, I think that is important but I'd like I think in this industry I'm always wanting to see more like more like more of the the categories that already exist Mm -hmm. like branching out from just like the simple event coverage and more into like what really goes on like a narrative piece yeah yeah i think more narrative could be used um i have a tendency in all of my stories to lead with a person and their particular experience or what like something remarkable they said to me or something and 
I started that way because, like, if I just start it with, this happened on this day, and, you know, I think that's important for some cases, but if I'm writing a pendulum piece, that's kind of boring for <laughs> lifestyle. Like, I like lifestyle because you can be creative with it, and, like, I think with that creativity, I think more creative stories can come out of our categories, like music, theater, um, physical art. Physical art, that's you know, true. We have some really really cool artists on our campus yeah and like small businesses mm -hmm. focusing on like our students and also doing more work in like the burlington area and the gibsonville area because i know there's been businesses opening up in gibsonville recently that i'd love to cover and i think expanding beyond this campus does wonders for our reporters it like gets them out of the bubble and it's so f it's just fun because you're talking to this whole other side of the town that you don't see unless you make an effort so yeah for sure but yeah to circle back um to thistle ridge and kind of mm -hmm. covering music um is there anything that like was significantly profound to you or something that okay this is a story that i just absolutely love and i'm so thankful that i got to that i had the opportunity to cover i that is a very hard question because I think the whole experience in and of itself was just fun and that's what made it important for me. I think just how welcoming Lucas was and Lucas still says hi to me when I walk by him oh. so I'm like that's sweet and just like how welcoming he was to me going to rehearsal and going to all the shows and like showing up early and and he's, he still talks to me after the show and and like just how nice he was and also, when I asked him a lot of follow-up questions um, before, like, my package was due, I just kept texting him, like, so many follow-up questions. He would just get back to me right away. And I was like, thank you for, like, doing that. Because, like, I, I... That is I, such a blessing as a journalist, having someone who no, is on top of it. No, I know. He was on top of it. He was on top of it. And, and I just... And just, like, meeting everyone else. Like, I knew Peter. And, like, Lucas was actually in a class with me last year. Or not last year. Last semester feels like a year um <laughs> and but getting to meet julian and quinn and kai and sean unfortunately i think quinn is gone now because their show this past weekend was quinn's last performance so he will no longer be the second guitarist which is a little sad i don't know i don't know if they're still still doing stuff together but because quinn's a senior so i assume that was like his like last like go around but <laughs> yeah just like I don't know. And the show that I ended up covering was Sean's first performance with them. He did the keys. And that was really cool to highlight. I think also when they were talking about Tap House, I think Tap House could be an interesting, like, follow-up story. Because mm -hmm. what Lucas wants to do, he thinks it's stupid um, that the university owns Tap House, but doesn't really do much with it besides, like, rent it out for events. He kind of wants to, like, own the, the <laughs> Tap House. He wants it to be, like, a music hub. And he did mention that briefly when I was talking to him. And I put it in the article, like, you know, very short sentence. But I think following up on that mm -hmm. and, like, pursuing the Tap House angle of that could be really fascinating. And, like, if this actually does succeed and, like, Lucas and Thistle Ridge get this space, that means... That means wonders for the music scene because now they have a place to go without having to go through the university and we can like discover more bands and like more people will be inspired to make their own bands and that was another thing lucas told me he wants people to, like be inspired by them and make their own bands and and acts and write their own songs or whatever i'm also just looking forward to their original music i've heard a few songs and i can like confidently say that they're so good <laughs> like i was 
I, I was blown away because, like, you know, I'm 19 years old. I can't even imagine writing an entire song, but these people can do it, and it's like, it's like it's like this alt country, like stuff. Like I don't even know how else to explain it, but it's so good. They have good lyrics, and I'm excited for their future. I'm gonna keep going to their shows because they're so fun, and then I get coffee out of it. So, yeah, I love that. I will definitely be need to be in the loop about when they release some music because I. Outside of my career in journalism, um, I'm an avid music lover, and anytime I can learn about and hear new music, I am always game. But Betsy, is there anything else you'd like to add or chat about? Um, well, next month is Autism Acceptance Month. Be on the lookout for something for me for that. Wink, wink. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. Awesome. That's all I'll say. Well. Thank you for that little update. We'll definitely keep our eye out. But thank you so much for hanging out with me for a little bit and getting to chat with me on the podcast. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And that's all we have for you this week on ENN Radio. Subscribe to ENN Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and follow us on social media at Elon News Network. For the latest news, visit our website, elonnewsnetwork.com. Thank you for listening.